Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. Uh, you guys, we're drinking squirt and tequila. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's, a, that's the name of a drink, actually. Palomas? Palomas! With squirt, specifically? Yeah, it's squirt and tequila and lime. Mm, yeah, we were feeling sleepy, so we decided to drink alcohol and yeah. pop. So, yeah, we need, like, a drunk episode, I feel like, or a tipsy episode. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Are you surprised I'm agreeing? Well, yeah, because you were kind of like hesitant the first time I pitched it. <laughs> I'm into it now. <laughs> but every week we get into our fails of the week. Yep. And mine this week, I have been on a new business pitch at work. Yeah. For the last two weeks, working 11 hour days, 10 hour days. I literally had to leave. I left work at 9 p.m. and had to be back at work at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's less than 12 hours turnaround. So that's like me immediately going to sleep. Uh, you have to go to bed. Immediately going to bed. Like and I then, read a little bit and then went to bed and then woke up and went to work. And I felt exactly. like I was still at, I felt like I was still at work. Yeah. No. You might as well have been. Like, yeah. Let me just sleep in like. Sleep in the same clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just worn the same clothes. Been like, y'all. <laughs> Let's be real about what you're making me do right now. So this was all for this new business pitch. I can't really say the brand, but my partner and I, we made it to the very end. Like mm-hmm. our idea did not die. We actually got to present. And then the client was like, oh my God, we love you guys, but we don't know if we love the work. What about if we give you one week to make all new work for us? <laughs> We're like, um, okay. We didn't think this was going to happen. But so we made, my partner and I, had to work over the weekend again. Mm. So then (laughs) we were like, you know what? We have a new fresh idea and it's Lisa Kudrow. What if we just (laughs) use Lisa Kudrow to read all of our scripts? I will write as if I am Lisa Kudrow. I'll write in her voice how she talks and we'll just like do TV scripts as if Lisa Kudrow is commenting on stuff. Okay. And that was our idea. (laughs) Um, let me just hop in here. Yeah. Have... How many episodes of Friends have you watched? I don't know, probably like 15. Okay, that's not enough. I know her, but did I watch Romy and Michelle? Yes. <laughs> so for this presentation, we had to, like, they were like, can we, can you guys just find like an audio clip of her, like as Phoebe and Friends, that so the, the client will really know how she talks and what she sounds like when she's in that character? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll do you one better. We found the clip from Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion where she gives the recipe for post-it note glue to those bitches at the reunion. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. It's a fantastic scene. Basically, in that movie, Romeo and Michelle tell everybody at the reunion that they invented post-it notes. Oh, yeah. But basically, her best friend is like, actually, I invented post-it notes, and she just decided that they should be yellow. <laughs> so then these girls confront her. They're like, we heard that you invented post-it notes, but maybe you didn't. And she's like... Actually, I invented the glue. And they're like, okay, what's the recipe for that glue? (laughs) And it's this incredible scene where, like, Lisa Kudrow is like, first, you have to slow down the heat of the thermoglucoid. Like, she gives you this formula. And this, I'm just going to spoil the whole thing. This one woman's like, oh, my God, that must make you the most successful woman at the graduation, the reunion. And she's like, 
oh my gosh, you're right. And you're not. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, I mean, this isn't truly a fail in the sense that I did get to put the Romeo and Michelle glue speech into a formal presentation for my job. Ooh. But ultimately our area, they didn't go choose to go with our company. They went with some other company to handle their business. <gasps> oh no. So the last two weeks of my life were... For nothing. For nothing. God. I mean, they weren't because our boss, like the head honcho of our company, like was really impressed by us and was like, you guys were really smart and did really good work. And so he, he okay. saw what we could do more. Right. But I thought we were going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think we all did. So. I totally thought you were going to win. And yeah. Well, their loss. It is their <laughs> loss. They could have had Miles Johnson of I don't know what I'm doing fame working on their business. You know? Exactly. They don't even know what they gave up. Uh, don't even know. So, Marika, what was your fail? My fail was, do you remember how I was telling you how a few coworkers and I are going to bring lunches for everybody and each one has a different day? Yeah, you guys are like potlucking. Yeah. Yeah. Am I pulling my weight? No, I'm not. Did you let them down? Oh, like twice. Yeah. Uh, Both like make jambalaya. Yeah, you talked about that. And I just not have the energy to go to the grocery store and make everything. Mainly just go to the grocery store. Grocery store sucks. God. I just like honestly leave my cart sometimes in like certain aisles and just like go grab, like walk away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people are idiots at the grocery store and they block entire aisles. And they walk too slow and get out of my way. I just like don't want this fucking huge ass cart. I always do the basket. And I overload the basket and it gets really heavy and sometimes I put it down. I just, like, do, like, the small little cart things or whatever. I try. Sometimes mm. they're gone. And, like, I do put... I don't just randomly put my cart, guys, in the aisle, okay? Don't worry. I put it at the ends of the aisle where no one's going to grab anything, really, because it's, like, this, you know, the crackers that are for sale or whatever, mm-hmm. like, that no one wants, okay? It's not in anyone's way. You guys, as a cracker that no one wants, I know that no one wants those crackers. <laughs> So, yeah, um, am I going to let them down this coming up week, next week? We'll see. <laughs> so, like, they got to work, they're really hungry, and they're like, Rika, where's lunch? And you're like, no. Well, one of them they saw coming because I took a personal day. Are they going to kick you out of their little club? Oh, hell no. Wait, I don't know, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm going to... I'm. I have to make it next week because I've like let them down so many fucking times, and they've brought lunches and like I'm the only one that's not brought a lunch yet. So they've fed you and you haven't fed them. I have not. Yeah. So I really need to get on it. But yeah, that's been uh, my fail. And like this week, I've been dreaming about work every single fucking night. But you don't Shit. feel rested. Yeah, I don't feel rested, and I'm tired, and I haven't gone to the fucking gym, and it's annoying, and I feel fat. Well, you're... Story of my fucking life with this fucking podcast. Seriously. <laughs> what is... Oh, Brie, what's your fail today? Oh, either... And I bet you our listeners are like... Putting on positive... <laughs> Let choice. me guess. Let me guess. Um, I can't go to bed on time. Mm-hmm. Can't go to the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. Not making food. Not making food. Yeah. That's like a good, <laughs> solid three guesses. And, and then, the, and then the, odd, the wild one is homework. Yeah, at this point, yeah. So, <laughs> yep. You guys know me. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Do you want to get into our topic? Mm. So this week, this is episode 50. I just, we haven't said that yet. No, we haven't. 
This is our 50th episode. We've been doing this for a year. Oh my god, how weird is this? It's weird. <laughs> um, oh you guys, thanks for staying with us and. I'm now gonna be really verklempt, and I know some of you hate that fucking word, but whatever. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Please don't insult our listeners. We need them. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Right. So, but yes, it's episode 50, and our topic this week is I don't know how to let go. And we brought back one of our OG guests. OG. He's in a sweater. It's like it's like you splattered paint on it and then downloaded it into a computer from 1996. Can you guys guess who it is? It's my twin brother from the same mother, Zachary. <laughs> was that was that what I was supposed to say? Yeah. Hello. All right, please don't confuse our voices. I don't know that I could tell our voices apart, but you guys will get it. Good right? luck. This is Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, with our topic, let's start with you because you're the guest. Oh my gosh, what? We well, we yeah. want to the listeners if they don't know you to get to know you. When right. is it some sure. time that you had trouble letting go, or you can't let go, or you couldn't let go? I mean, I think for me, it's like a really natural one, which is like after a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had basically just two breakups where I really felt it, but the emotions are really different. So the first one was all about um, anger, and then the second one, years later. I should rewind. The first one, I dumped them. And so there was a lot of anger. The second one, they dumped me. So there was sadness. Uh, and then anger kind of mixed with that. But in each time, it was like really hard to let go of those emotions attached to those people. <laughs> Wait, so how long have you held on to those emotions? I think that the first one, it was like a few years. Holy you were 20, shit. right? You were 20. I was 20. Emotions are raging. Well, like, so we did it for oh, a year. Yeah, we did it for a year. That. We did it for a year, but then we had like a much messier post relationship. What does that mean? Um, What's messy mean? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you got, I'm like, oh shoot, I'm with Miles and Marika. They know everything <laughs> um you know there was a lot there's like there was uh there was messing around mm-hmm. and then it, you know the kind of thing where it's like a cycle where it's like no we're not doing that anymore oh no that's happening again and yeah i think i just like it was it was weird even though i feel like they like they had a more raw deal than me and like i definitely like broke up with them and then you know this whole thing mm-hmm. happened i was kind of surprised that it took me longer to get over everything i think that's just because i process differently than that person but um yeah, just a lot of anger and like I don't like that, but my brain's just like, oh girl, it's back. You kind of hold on to stuff though, don't you? I think yeah, I think I do. And I um yeah, I don't know. I never really figured out how to get how to stop. I think with me it's just time. Like even I can like think through it, be like, Zachary, it's over, it's like done. I think it really takes time. Yeah, and sometimes there's like weird moments, like with the person that had dumped me and then I felt like um, crumpled me up like an old piece of paper and dropped me in the trash. Basically is how that felt. Mm, um, that's a lyric from Taylor Swift song. Oh, well, I don't know how I feel about that. It's Quote, a good song. Okay. Um, but there was just this weird time where, like, I was still sort of upset about everything. Um, and this was, like, God, I mean, they dumped me in, like, January, and this was then the next September, or, like, eight months later. And, and this was, like, a three-month relationship? It was a two-month relationship. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean... This is a really good theme for me, you guys. <laughs> so, I remember, like, I was on a bus going from Seattle to Portland, and we were still within the city, and going over this, like, bridge or something, and then I was just listening in my headphones to, um, Sowing the Seeds of Love, the 1989 hit by Tears for Fears, and... Sowing the Seeds of Love... Mm-hmm. 
Um, That's how it And goes, something guys. about, like, the, I mean, Tears for Fears is, like, connects with me on a deep level. And for some reason, like, the song overtook me. And I felt this, like, overwhelming, like, kindness and, like, good <gasps> feelings towards that ex. And I was like, I just want the best for them. And I was like, what? I don't know what's happening, but it's beautiful. And so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Wait, yeah. why did. Okay. I'm rolling my eyes real hard. Sorry. Marika's jaded. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, they still just like, X just like texted me the other day, just like randomly. And I didn't recognize, I didn't know the number anymore. It had been like years since I, they texted them. I don't know what it was. It was like what? 1030 at night. I was like with Miles and Nick and at Nick. a bar. And you know, I was like, I literally don't even know who this is. Like he, the text was just like, Hey, I've lived less than a mile from you for over a year. LOL. And when I read it, the first thing I thought was like, Oh my god, do I have to deal with a stalker right now? Like that's what I thought. I was what? like, you yeah. wish you were being well, stalked. I know. Well, I was like, like no. I don't want to, you know, that yeah, like this creeps me out. Because I've had creepy. I've had like this mystery caller before. <gasps> so the text from my ex though, the funny thing about it was like, I found myself still like being annoyed at him, and I was like, wait, I thought I was completely over this. Um, cause I was like, who is this? And he's like, Jamie. And I'm like, Jamie who? And he's like, your ex, lol. And I remember later being like, You're not my ex, you're my blip. Okay. <gasps> Whoa, did you say that? I did not say that. Oh, that's such a good line. You're I, a no, like you're not. But I was like, Zachary, do you, are you still like annoyed with him? Like even weeks later, I found I wanted to like, I found myself wanting to text back and be like, was that a booty call? Like, were you drunk? Like, wait, but what's wrong with a booty call? I mean, I not into that. I don't know. I'm getting into it these days. It's um, a new phase. But I'm not, but like normal Zachary, I'm, normal Zachary, I'm doing absolutely nothing about it. But I love it how you're like weeks later, I want to ask instead of like immediately wanting to ask or the next day. Well, I feel like there's some thoughts the next day, but, but I was just surprised call. to myself that I was still like feeling like I wanted to be like sassy towards him. And I was like, Zachary, it's been so But weak, is it something you know? like, is it because you and we two are single. Like, if you were in a relationship, you'd be like, I'm fucking powerful. I have a boyfriend. Like, right. we're, we're this fucking team. You're right. garbage from the past. But I think it's because we're, you're alone and you're, like, still looking for that love and then your old life love shows up. But it's like, it pokes you a little bit, right? Love. No, no, I mean, not love. Yeah, but, no, I don't know. I mean, I felt very powerful and in control in that situation. Um, like, I wasn't, you know, mm. I didn't feel like I was, like, Meaning something from him. I just felt surprised that I was like, still, still, it's like I had labeled him in my life like person to be angry at years ago and gotten over that, but like maybe there's still there was like residue. Hmm. It was weird. It is weird. Yeah, I have a harder time letting go in a different way where basically something that I'm really afraid of is that I'm gonna end up with a person that. That's not as hot as you. Well, yes, but I'm gonna end up with somebody that. I'm either going to end up in a relationship out of, like, politeness. I'm afraid of that. Oh, I'm afraid yeah. of that. What? Yeah, I'm you've done that. that before. A lot. Or I'm going to end up with somebody that, like, doesn't fully... Okay, I want to say doesn't fully satisfy me. I don't... Nobody can fully satisfy you, but I have the kind of type of person I'm attracted to, and which is, like, you know, guy, mm. more muscle, thicker, whatever. Mm. And oh. I feel like I get... Thighs the size of tree trunks. Um, you know, just like dies. But <laughs> I I get sticks. 
I get in a thing where like, so I dated that guy. I talked about on this podcast before, but I went on three dates with a guy last summer who was like, we drove around in his white Jeep. His body was amazing. <laughs> he was 40. He was very blonde where to the point where I didn't think he had a beard. But then we started making out. I was like, oh my God, you have a beard. It's just see-through. Like, <laughs> especially in the summer. Tell, especially in the summer. Ooh, and, God. you know, he ultimately kind of ended things because he wasn't over his ex. So I think about that, right? And that slipped through my fingers. And But I was very, attra- very attracted Oh, to you him. were. And then a few months later, I go on a date, literally just one date with a guy. I'm, we have a great rapport. He's also like in shape. I'm very attracted to him because I'm just the like some something about muscle that is just my kryptonite, and I'm just like become obsessed with that. So, but I kind of You're can't. Like, please squeeze me with your thighs. Please, but I kind of can't let go of that because you know then I'm going going to hinge or whatever, and I'm like, okay, no one is as hot as the guy I I. At least got three yeah. dates with, you know? Yeah. I got three. No one's, no one's as hot as that, you know, or people want to go out, I'm, you know, on a day with, I went on a date last week and he, this guy was nice. He had a good personality, but I'm like, oh, but like, you're not as hot as people I've dated in the past and the people that always slip through my fingers. And then I go crazy where like, I'm on Facebook and I friend the guy from last summer because I deleted his number. I'm like, I'm done with you. But then I'm like, friend him on Facebook, message him. How are you? Oh. You know? Well, Wait, you did that? Yes. Recently? A few months ago. And like, how's your Christmas? No, no, no. Doesn't respond. And like, mm, that's, that's why I get really annoyed because I'm like, dude, maybe you're in a weird emotional place. Maybe I'm just like, you're, you, I'm sure you're viewing me very different than I'm viewing you. But I'm like, we had a good rapport. We got along together. We broke up because you weren't over your ex. There's no reason that you would be mad at me or what. There's no reason that you should ignore me like this. But I'm sure there is a reason. That's my perspective. Yeah. I'm like, it's not fair that you're ignoring me. Oh, okay. You know? And here I have to go on Hinge and look at all these guys that I'm not as much into as I was into you. But I'm frustrated that I can't have I'm frustrated that I can't have it. But mm. And that's what you can't let go of. It's like I can't. And that's where I end up. Even the guy I went on one date with that I was also into, we had a great rapport. But he, like, was he'd just come out that week or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. I still have his phone number. And I think about texting him and being like, hey... How's it going with coming out? You know, I would love to go in a second. I th- and then that makes me so pathetic, but like I do it think about it because I'm like, that's somebody that I was very attracted to and I don't want to let go. Mm. I don't know. For me, I have a hard time letting go of emotions. I find them sometimes very comforting and I don't want to let go because... I don't know. I just find them comforting even though they're like painful. It's really fucking weird. No, no, I get that. Um, it's like a state you want to stay in. Yeah. Because, like, I want that thing, a relationship to have meaning. And I feel like sometimes if I got over people very quickly, they, they didn't mean anything or something. So, I'm sure I mean, all of our listeners probably know about Isaac. I've mentioned him countless of times. Marika, don't podcast. assume it because we've never fully talked about it. Okay. I think we've only really mentioned him on, like, one episode. Okay, so, <laughs> I guess, like, the gist... So basically in college, Isaac and I are roommates. We grew up in the same town, but we weren't friends when we were both in high school, but we had the same mutual friends. So we became roommates with other people from our high school. We became friends pretty fast. All of a sudden we were like sharing like the same shampoo and whatever, and I didn't give give a shit. I don't know. It just became a really intense friendship. (laughs) So intense that we're sharing shampoo. 
Okay, so the shampoo thing, I mentioned that because he and I are sharing a bathroom. And I'm noticing that his shampoo is like all gone, but it's still in there. And I think he doesn't want me to know that he's using my shampoo. And this one time, he's like, puts his head on my lap, and I'm like combing, like running my fingers through his hair. I know that okay. sounds so stupid. That sounds great. Yeah. So I'm For doing fun. that, and I'm like, oh my god, Isaac, your hair's so soft. He's like, I know, thank you. Like, because you're using my fucking shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. And like, I didn't, and I realized, like, oh man, like I like this guy. Because I'm not giving him shit, really, for using my shampoo. Like, I don't care. Like, I barely, like I don't really know this person, but I don't give a shit that he's using my crap. I don't really I know don't. him, but he's lying on my lap and I'm running. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird because I don't know. It's weird. Okay? So then as time goes on, like, I started, like, crushing on Isaac, like, pretty hard. And our friendship kept, like, growing and becoming kind of, like, blurry where it was, like, platonic and sis- brotherly sisterly thing like it was Ooh, weird incestual yeah sibling play. yeah so third year of our friendship like we just started like hanging out at night and cooking dinner together and like talking and like laughing and like whatever and we would go to bed together like cuddle in the same bed and like this in his like twin bed um, God, that sounds so weird to say now. Because back then it didn't seem weird at all. But now you have perspective. Yeah, like how weird that was. And we had this routine. And what were you wearing when you were cuddling? Pretty sure I was wearing maybe no pants sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Shirts, no pants. Shirt, bra, no pants. Winnie the Pooh. Got it. <laughs> so <laughs> no, totally our routine, real. I think we would sleep together on the weekends, we were both drunk. What was he wearing? Boxers and oh, like a shirt, I think. Okay. Did he get a boner? No, uh, sometimes, but that was in the morning and like whatever. And like sometimes we would like grind and stuff, but we were both really drunk and that was like, I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. You're just like, okay. but you just say cuddle and then we get to like boxer, <laughs> pantsless, grinding with a boner. Drunk and grind, like daggering, like. Okay. Okay, but okay, so our weekday routine was we would make dinner together, go to bed in our own rooms. Uh-huh. Okay, I would wake him up for school and make him coffee, and he would make me crumpets, and then I would, because he had, he had class. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's a crumpet? Okay. Did you make you know, curds and whey? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so you know English muffins? Yeah. 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 So a crumpet is like a sponger version of that, and it has little nooks and crannies. An English muffin has nooks and crannies. Yeah, but this actually has like holes. Oh. Where like actually when oh, you I've like warm up and you put like butter, it's like, yeah, it's like little pockets of butter. It's so fucking good. And then we would like, I would make him cough. Yeah, I would like make, wake him up. He would get up, make me crumpet, I'd make coffee, <gasps> and then. Oh my God, wait. There's a song <laughs> called Breakfast in Bed. <clears throat> about this guy that, like, will escape from his girlfriend. This is a Dusty Springfield song. Mm-hmm. Oh, to spend time with Dusty Springfield. And she's like, make you breakfast in bed, maybe a kiss, two or three. You don't have to say you love me. Okay, whatever. That's your situation. Okay, that song yeah. is you. Okay, yes, it's me. <laughs> Back then, whatever. 
So then I would eat the crumpet in his bed and just. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> and like he would go to school, and I didn't. Like, he had an early class. Like he his class was like I think like eight or nine a.m. And that's early for a college student because yeah. you can create your own fucking schedule. Yeah. So um, he's like, you have to get me up. Like this is what I'm doing. Like okay, fine. And of course I loved him, so I'm like, I will do whatever you fucking say because I love you, even though I didn't say that. But it was like an underlined thing that no one was addressing yeah at all so then we decided to live just the two of us before we were living with other people moved into our own apartment just the two of us down the street that summer probably one of the best summers of my life like because we would just go out drink um get drunk for like three or four days straight i didn't have a job for majority of the summer yeah like i didn't have really a lot of direction at that point but isaac was always very like understanding and try to direct me and hype me up and like I really wish I remember what he would say but I would just be very into myself and just think about my feelings for him constantly all the time so basically what happens is everything is coming to a boiling point where he and I like I'm relying on him for everything like for mm. self-confidence for social activities for everything and this came to a head because I finally graduated college and I didn't have anything of my own. I'm just, I think when I'm looking back on it, that's, I think that's why like things got really, really bad because it's like the, the winter of when I was 24 where I would get so drunk and I could feel him like pulling away from me and like not want to hang out with me and not want to be around me. Just because you were in a bad state. Because he was realizing, because he was like, she's getting jealous when I'm talking to other girls. Um, and then this one night, <sighs> very drunk. And this is when like Calvin Harris' Sweet Nothing song came out. We're crossing the street going home from the bar. And I'm just like, I'm just sweet nothing to you. I'm just sweet nothing to you. I'm just, that's all I am. And he's like, what the fuck are you like saying? Were you drunk? Or I was drunk. Okay. I was so drunk. And then like, we're, I'm yelling at him and I'm cutting it out and I'm, I'm, I'm spilling like all my feelings towards him. And like, throughout our friendship, I've always imagined like what I would tell, like what, like the day I would tell him like, this is how I fucking feel for you. And like, I know you don't feel the same way as me and like, goodbye, I'm moving to LA. <laughs> It was like my fantasy and I like was drunk and then I decided to take off my pants and... Are you in public? No, I was in the apartment. Okay, okay. okay, okay. So I was to take off my pants and we had a box heater and I was... Your heater oh. was so weird. That's what I remember the most about the apartment. The heater. It was like huge and just in the room. It was in the room. Yeah. So I just like... like can I'm you like, touch I that? want to sit on this when it's hot, but have a blanket. Around me. You guys, that heater looked like it was, like, primed to, like, burn down their apartment at any minute. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, I want to sit on this and be comfy with my blanket. And then thinking, like, the blanket's underneath my ass, it's not. <gasps> and I, like, burn my ass. <gasps> and then I go to bed. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what did I fucking say last night? Like, what the fuck happened? My ass fucking hurts like shit. Because <laughs> you sat on your scary heater. <laughs> so, didn't talk for a whole week. I avoided him like the fucking plug. Of course, I know his schedule, so I avoided him. And like, we like actually need to have a conversation. Like, yeah, I know. And like, we should like spend less, like we can't spend all this time together. I'm like, yeah, I agree. We need like space and like 
It was very awkward and awful and um, crying a lot, obviously, and listening to like mopey sad songs and like watching This Is 40 over and over again because you have no cable or internet at your home and you decide to go to Starbucks to download illegal shit. Yeah, so then like we became friends again and then one night we um, hooked up <gasps> a little bit and we didn't have sex. I stopped that from happening. And then that- Were you drunk or sober when that happened? We were both drunk, but he was way more drunk than me. Mm. And he's the one that made the move. Mm. And I didn't, I stopped us from having sex. From that point on, we didn't really talk and I just moved out. And that was almost six years ago and haven't spoken since. When that friendship ended, I had to go to therapy. I saw her for two, like, I think two years. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. And it was really helpful. And I was holding a grudge of like, I need closure. Like, this is not fucking fair. We had this great friendship and all of a sudden we're not talking anymore. Like, what the fuck? Like, you haven't, like, I reached out to him like numerous, like, I texted him once and I sent him a letter to his work. And like, like you wrote a letter and I, mailed it to his work? I wrote a letter and I went to the UPS store because I wanted to make sure someone had a sign for it. So I thought like I need fucking closure and it's not fair. And now I'm in a place where I'm like, I don't really need it anymore. This year I said I was going to reach out to him as a New Year's resolution thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, uh. I'm like, I really doubt he's gonna like say yes or even like reply, so. Mm. Have you thought about if he'll say yes to the dress? Yeah. He's probably gonna get engaged anytime or if he hasn't already, but. Cause yeah, I do stalk him guys. Duh. 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 <laughs> okay, now that you guys, we finally heard the saga of Marika and Isaac. We've teased it, it's out. Let's talk about parents too. Miles? Um, you know, it's something I've noticed because family, at least in our family, there's a lot that's unspoken, I think. Do you feel that, Zachary? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. So <laughs> where I feel like when I talk to my dad, it's a little bit, it's more natural. But when, when my mom talks to me, and I, I mean, obviously I love my mom and we have good conversations and stuff, but I'm always just the tiniest bit annoyed when I'm talking to her. Oh my God. Isn't that it's just, and I'm like, I don't know that I want to be this way. I wish I could just talk to you naturally oh, and yeah. full of love. But like, exactly. so much stuff has happened and there's so much stuff that happened. Her view of like my parents' divorce and the aftermath is so rose tinted. Like what she thinks is the reality of the situation and what I think is the reality of the situation are so different. And there's a lot of stuff that she's never apologized for. And I'm old enough where I'm like, you know what? I don't need her to apologize for that. I don't think I do. I don't need it. Yeah. But it is yeah. stopping me from fully opening up and it is it makes and me a little bit annoyed because I'm like I might I just flash back and I'm like all this shit that she did that was so petty and now she's like being like I just want to see you guys more and you don't call me, you don't text me, you don't love me enough and I'm like, "Well, you fucked it up." Like, <laughs> "Oh, damn." Wait, so that's not really being over it then, right? You want her to maybe apologize then. Part of me wants her to us to have a conversation where I'm like, this is how you hurt me and this is how I don't think you handled every, anything well. Mm -hmm. But the other part is like, what's the point? Yeah. I just like, 
But it's I hard know, to let go of those big things. It's weird because I know what you're talking about, like, how you have a tinge of, an, of like, your voice being annoyed. Mm-hmm. And my mom always, like, complains, like, tag nice to me. And my mom wants me to be, like, her friend. And I'm like, I that will never fucking happen because... I love my mom. I love her. Yeah, like, I would be very upset when, you know, she passes away and, like, whatever. Um, But do I like her? Hell fucking no, I don't. No. Well, I think the thing where your parents want to be your friend is just, like... It's... The ship has sailed. You fucked that up. I don't think it... I don't think that can be the relationship for a lot of parent-child. And it maybe shouldn't. Yeah, I, you hear about with it, that with some, and I think that that is possible if their personality sort of fit together the right way. But I think a lot of it, it's like, you're two different people, and also, there's a lot of, like, beef and, like, past to yeah. get to cut through, and it's just like, let's not even try it. Like, we can be children and parents. I think, like, I think about my relationship with my mom. She's mostly innocent when she, when I do have that tone of annoyance. Okay, like, I'm totally in the wrong. Like, I should talk nicer Me to too, her. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, And I'm, like, so I'm holding something that's coming out. I don't know what. But, like, I think about, like, I'm sure my kid's going to fucking treat me shitty. But I'm going to try my fucking best to ask them, like, what's going on? Like, what can I do better? How can I communicate with you? What's the way that you want us to communicate? Like, what's your love language? I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. like, try to maybe go to, like, a therapist. My mom doesn't believe in a therapy, so, like, that's whatever. She was giving me a lot of shit when I was going to therapy. Like, you're wasting your money. But that can be cultural, too. A lot of cultures don't believe in therapy. Yeah, my mom's culture is very superficial, which is unfortunate. I mean, I know I love being Thai. I'm very proud of that part of me. But, like, her culture, like, it's... Every culture's fucked up in some fashion. But hers is, like, so about aesthetics. And, like, her mom didn't give a shit about her, about what anything that she did. So she's, like, gives all... She obviously cares so much about everything that I'm doing because her mom didn't. And it, and it always starts with looks. Like, I have to put on foundation before I meet her. I have to make sure if my hair is not washed, it has to be up in a ponytail because she'll, like, comment on, like, my greasy hair. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's even when I'm just going to the house, not even, like, going out to dinner or going out. Like, it's just mm. going to their house. That is so frustrating. It's like, you did, know what? It didn't was... you create me, your beautiful child? Yeah. I, yeah. I, it, I didn't it, have makeup on in the womb. It was frustrating at first and, like, very hurtful, but then I'm like, you know what? Just fucking put on foundation, Riga. It's not a big fucking deal, and it's, it honestly, like, bring, it, it, like, makes me feel better when I'm stepping into their house, like. More prepared. Yeah, more prepared, like, okay, like, I can defend myself kind of thing, and shield, like, these attacks. Not attacks, but, like, she thinks it's a fucking love, and I keep telling her it's fucking not, and does she listen? Fucking no. So, Wait, she thinks it's love? Yeah, she does. She does think it's love. I think it's fucking stupid. So I feel like this episode... I was going to say this is Zachary because, I mean, I don't know how confusing it is. Anyway, I feel like this episode, like, wouldn't be complete if we didn't talk about Christianity. Just a little bit. Just a splash. Because this episode is I Don't Know How to Let Go, and uh, that's, like, the central... Ten- if you ch- That's basically the central tenet of that religion. 
Um, anyway, I'm not, you guys are like, you mean forgiving and forgetting? Forgiving and forgetting. I feel like it's so similar. And, and I always thought like growing up in church, like forgiving, great. Forgetting, excuse, like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, you guys, I like hurt the plant. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So they would talk about forgiving and forgetting and and that always, that plant will never forget (laughs) you. And I always thought that's like, it's so like, hard growing up because you're like, forgiving, of course. They apologize, you forgive them. Forgetting, like, why should I? You know? It's oh, like, yeah. um, they don't deserve that. But there's been times, you know, when I'm angry about something or someone and I really, I don't know what it is in my mind, but I like to hold on to it. Like, I want to stay in that mode. It's very satisfying to be angry. But then sometimes I like, for a second, I kind of remember like, as a Christian, like how you're supposed to be like loving and you're supposed to be forgiving and right. Some Quaker stuff, but I'm supposed (laughs) to be like loving and forgiving. And like, I have to decide to switch mood or it's like to let that go. Like it is usually smaller things that are Mm -hmm. easier to, so, and it's, it's like physical. Like I I feel like there's this ball that's clenched and it just like opens up and I suddenly feel like so much more just like, Wait, like I've done, it's like I just did a bunch of stretches or something. My body's just like loosens up and I'm like, Oh my God. It was a weird, it was a weird feeling a couple months ago that kind of put this into perspective with me. Like we had a, um, at all in the same week, mm-hmm. like my uncle had to get his foot amputated. Oh um, yeah. Cause he had a dangerous infection. They yeah. couldn't stop. Oh, and at the same awful. time, right. Um, not just his foot, but halfway, halfway up to up the, the calf. Yes. Yeah. At the same, and then, and, and the infection at that point in time was like, we still didn't know if he was going to be okay or like, oh my gosh. you know, and then at the same time, our mutual friend Shireen was in the hospital and, and things were a lot dicier than that, then that they appear to be now. But in that week, I just remember thinking about the, like these petty things that happened to me that I was either ups- like sad about or frustrated about or upset about in my life. And it just like put everything to a different perspective. perspective. Like I was like, how can any of that matter? when these people that I, like, really care about could die. And it was just, like, I don't know. Sometimes I still go back to that state of mind where, like, it just made me think about, like, it put the big picture, like, right in front of me. And it was just, it was intense. I don't know. Like, these stupid fucking annoyances that my parents make, like, I can't, like, get rid of them, which is so stupid. You can't let go. I can't let go. I don't know what it is. And, like, I can forgive, but I'm, ah... Forgetting and forgetting is like so. I don't know how you're supposed to forget. I feel like some some random. But like, if you don't forget, can you forgive? That's a real Mm. big question. Oh, that's yeah, that's a deep one. They're kind of tied together. This is this is what I did when I was in. I'm not saying I'm an expert either, but when I was in a relationship, uh, like a tumultuous relationship, a lot of situations I wanted to be petty or I wanted to hold on or I wanted to twist the knife, but I was always like, you know, what's the greatest revenge? is being the bigger person. Mm -hmm. Because when you're the bigger person, you make them small. And that's a little petty too. But that was the strategy I had to use. I was like, no, if you know, I'm like, I'm not going to sink to his level. Yeah. And do that shit. I'm going to be, I'm going to be better than that. That's the right thing. He would like not talk to you. Like he would like do the stupidest shit. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh yes. Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) For like what days? Also, days? At least 24 hours. Oh, my God. So this was the boyfriend where if I asked a clarification question about anything, like, if if I was, if he was like, hey, look at that over there, and I was like, oh, which guy over there? 
wouldn't talk to me for 24 hours. <laughs> that was a relationship oh, I was in. And he would, he would, I saw like things that he, t- he threw at his mom. He started to throw at me. I was like, you're trying to, you're treating me like you treat your mom. You know, cause that's often people take their relationships with their parents yeah, and right. put it in their yeah. love Ew, no, uh, no, no, you know that, I know, right? but like it's, it's fucked uh, up. It's messed up. No, but yeah. that's the way people, all people work is like the relationship that you have with your parents, you try to fix with your significant other, at least also at a subconscious level. Yeah. You'll try, you'll be attracted to people that are like your parents and you'll try to want to have this wonderful fixed relationship where it's like mended. Like, yeah. You know, you're solving your relationship those problems. With your parents. Yeah. Oh, people are so weird. Yeah. It is fucking weird. It's weird. <laughs> It's weird, like, how the, the human brain works like that. Like, I feel like I don't... When I'm attracted to somebody, like, I don't think about... Oh, they're like my dad. Like, no. Like, I'm just like, oh, you're emotionally unavailable. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. How fresh. Refreshing. What? Where have, I, where have I seen that before? My mom. <laughs> so what did we learn here today? <laughs> I feel like we kind of just summed it up with like talking about letting go and mm-hmm. perspective and being the bigger person right. and I think it's really good when you can when you can do it. I I mean it's not always it's not easy and it, you can't just make it happen all the time. But I think it's you know and I think to be able to move on is really important. I think also to keep in mind that it's not going to happen right away. Yeah, yeah, you can't and really, like you can't force it. With Isaac, like, when I was going through therapy, I desperately wanted to be over him, like, so badly. Like, and my therapist, uh, like, probably our third time, she's like, you're obsessed with him. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yeah, you are. What? (laughs) You're crazy. And then I'm like... like, you are actually crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, you are. And, like, I was denying it for so long because my last boyfriend was it was like an obsessed relationship like he was obsessed with me he wouldn't let me do anything without him and i was like i'm never gonna let that happen to me and like look i'd let the same thing kind of happen where like i couldn't do anything without isaac or i didn't want to kind of thing i don't know it was weird but um yeah you know then eventually i got over it maybe who knows Tune in next week to find out. We got to move on. So we don't have questions because, but we'll move into our successes of the week. Zachary, do you want to summarize your success in one sentence? (laughs) On the way to Chicago today, I thought that I had lost my library book, but uh, then later found my library book in my own bag. (laughs) My success is really small, but um, after work on Friday, I went to my coworker's house and we had wine and cheese and meats and dinner and we like it was a little like get together and it was really freaking fun and I'm really happy that I did that and usually like and I was like very close like I want to go home um but I didn't you went to your friend's house after school I did (laughs) I did I did because I actually did some homework before going to the party or not it's not a party but tarot house yeah this got so high school. <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was really refreshing and really nice. And I was honestly worried that our conversation would be all about work. Mm-hmm. We talked about like a range of different topics, and it was like really really oh, fun. That's good. I love when you yeah, can like, break it out awesome. of it. Yeah, it was Like we yeah. got political. We talked about sex. We got personal. We talked about work. Obviously, like it was like great conversations. It was awesome. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I had a better success. Oh, well. Mm. well, too late now. I'm not going <laughs> to edit that together. <laughs> um, I know, I mean, like, everything that's happening today, I'm like, Miles will just paste that together. I will. Um, my success this week, I went to the doctor. I haven't been to the doctor in a few years. But it actually was really good. I used to have a doctor at this hospital complex. He's, like, this older Korean guy that's, like, a heart specialist. But... Dr. Kim sucked, you guys. <laughs> he never. He didn't ask me if I was having sex. Didn't ask me if I was gay. Didn't want to do anything. Just like want to like be done with my appointment. So this time I saw Dr. Krishnan. Dr. Krishnan is like our age. She was really cool. She asked all the right questions. I found it. Finally found out what this lump on my back is that I've had for years. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. It's lipoma. What is that? <laughs> it is a benign. Tumor, which not a tumor in the sense that it's just a clump of fat, fat. Mm-hmm. that usually you get between ages forty and sixty. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait. I probably had since I was twenty-five. Can we see it? It's right here. Yeah. You can feel it. It's not really I visible. I felt it before. I think. Yeah, it's right here. Oh my god! Okay, please don't make gross faces while you're touching my lipoma. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're like middle-aged. <laughs> benign fat thing. Uh, thank you. And then also I've been having kind of like... I, I guess mean, I'm just shocked that like you... I guess as a twin I'm always like he can't have something that I like I, I wouldn't have, have and I'm like I don't have lipoma. <laughs> I do. And also I my... I kind of like worked out wrong a few months ago and my elbow has been like kind of Ooh, tight. and We're twinning about that. Hurting my a little elbow. bit while I've been sleeping and... She was like, okay, rotate it this way, rotate it that way. She, like, felt the f- muscle, and she's like, oh, you have tennis elbow. Like, she fa- she she really did the work. Like, she felt, and she was like, she's like, I can feel what's happening here. And I was like, oh, my God, Dr. Kim would have never fucking done that for me. And she's like, here's a worksheet on how to fix it. And I was like, oh, my God, Dr. Krishna, I love you. I'm straight now. Um, so it was great. I feel healthier and more diagnosed than ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys, thank you for staying with us. This is the 50th episode. 50th episode. Wow. This what? may or may not involve a new theme song. We don't know right now. <laughs> or transition music. Or transition music. We don't know right now. <laughs> we are. Um, but we're just trying to improve every way. Yeah. And that starts with you guys. Yeah. By sliding into our DMs for questions. Yeah, you IDK, guys. what I'm doing pod on Insta. Wait, is that right? Yes. yes, 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 yes. And then idkpod at gmail.com. Please send us questions. Or like comments. Or, or like anything. anything. Just Wait, can I do my favorite thing that you guys do? What? We're what? like, yeah, Kyle N. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love when you call out Kyle N. <laughs> Kyle N has never given us a question. I hope he's still listening. Yeah. Crystal. Yeah, Robert L. Wait, has Lenny G. Does Lenny G listen? I hope so. Um, anyway, you guys, we love you, and we'll be here for another 50 episodes. So. Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye, bagels! I, like, was drunk, and then I decided to take off my pants. <laughs>